You're listening to Leadership on the Ground, Season 2. Leadership on the Ground in real time. Learning, recognizing, and knowing what is needed is not enough in business today. Leaders need to be able to apply their skills on the ground and in real time to make a meaningful impact. This series is brought to you by the international best-selling book, Leadership Rigor, your source and reference for achieving breakthrough performance and productivity. Leading yourself, leading teams, and leading organizations. And now, here are your hosts, Todd Schnick and Erica Peetler. All right. Good morning and welcome back to the show. I am your host, Todd Schnick, joined by my friend and colleague, Erica Peetler. Hello, my friend. How are you? We're kicking this thing off today. Hey, I'm excited to get going. So here we are. All right, let's do it. Well, today's episode is on entry points. But before we go there, Erica, tell us what this season of Leadership on the Ground is all about. Why does leadership in real time matter? Yeah, so leadership on the ground. Let's just make sure we understand that piece first, right? Leadership is a skilled profession, and it's all about our behaviors. That's actually what shows up on the ground every day, our behaviors. In our Leadership on the Ground series, we've been talking about the importance of becoming a consciously competent leader, which means we know what we are doing, we know how to do it, and we know why we're doing it, because as leaders, we're asked to build the talent bench. So to do this, we need to be consciously competent. Now, why is that important? If we don't have conscious discipline and positively practice our leadership skills on the ground, we're not going to positively influence performance and productivity. And this is what we're looking for. In season two, we're raising the bar here and we're asking our listeners to not just cross that knowing doing gap and put their leadership skills on the ground, but to do it at the speed of business. And the speed of business is in real time, proximal to events and proximal to entry points. Yeah, outstanding. All right, let's get to it. So Erica, let's start this thing off. What exactly is an entry point? Yeah, so this is the first episode, as you said, and it really sets the whole stage for season two. And in real time literally means capitalizing on this concept called entry points. Now, just to kind of take a step back real quick before I say what an entry point is, leadership on the ground means crossing that knowing doing gap. So an entry point is that opportunity that you see to presence yourself as a leader and to make an impact. And we're going to actually talk more about intention and impact later, but it's really that opportunity, Todd, to weigh in on an issue, to advocate for a point of view, to maybe play the devil's advocate position, or even to change the dynamics of the conversation in the room. Well, this is a tremendous window opportunity for a leader, right? I mean, this is where you seize the moment. This makes or breaks a leader, yeah? Yeah. And you know, we're calling this seizing entry points, right? So a couple of things leaders need to know about. First of all, Today is about letting you know that, hey, you got to take advantage of these entry points, right? Because senior leaders are assessing talent. They're looking at how you show up, what it's like to be with you, whether you want to shoot the ball, whether you want to actually score points, right? So, you know, our ability to show up prepared, to presence ourselves and to participate in the game of business, in the meetings that we're having, in the conversations we're having is really important. And we named this episode Seizing Entry Points, but I want to start with there are actually two steps that leaders need to be aware of before they can seize an entry point. One is they have to start seeking them. They have to go into a meeting and say, I got to look for my entry points. I got to look to take my shots. And when you start looking and seeking, you're going to see more of them. When you see more of them, that's your entry point to seize it, right? So there's a couple of pieces that our leaders need to really be thinking about and they need to be mindful of. Well, I think most people go into a meeting such as 
as you said, not looking for that, which is what they don't realize they're missing. Exactly. In fact, most people, you're absolutely right. You know, they're sitting in a meeting and one, this either is intimidating or this is over a lot of people's heads, right? So let's say a lot of people are not really preparing and thinking about their point of views on the issues that are being discussed in meetings before they get there. And that's a serious mistake, right? Because if you're not prepared, if you're not ready to play, if you're not ready to engage, right, someone's going to pass you the ball and you're going to miss it, right? Or you're going to fumble or you're going to do something. So we got to be game ready when we go into these meetings. And there are a couple of things that people are really intimidated by, right? So if you're not prepared, I mean, shame on you. But then let's say you kind of are prepared. There's a couple things that, you know, are going to be difficult to seize an entry point anyway. I mean, a lot of people that I work with in coaching, and you've probably seen a lot of leaders in this regard, they're reluctant, right? They don't have the language or they don't have the confidence. And, you know, they may not feel comfortable taking the entry point, which is a very common thing. Other folks are fearful, right? Oh my God, what if I say something here? What if the leader shuts me down? Or what if I'm embarrassed? Or what if something goes wrong here? Do I want to take that risk? And a lot of people will choose not to. And, you know, another piece, and, you know, you're an extrovert, I think, right? Are you an extrovert or are you an introvert? I am absolutely an introvert, which, okay. which makes it, which is a concern for me, to be perfectly frank, because when I'm in a meeting with a lot of people, I'm intimidated to try to seize an opportunity because it's not out of my comfort zone. I mean, how, how do I deal with that? No, this is, and this is great. And I, you know, I would have said, I wasn't sure whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, but it doesn't surprise me you're an introvert and I'm an extrovert. So here's a really critical point for the introverts that are out there. You guys are processing and you're thinking about a ton of stuff in your head, but the extrovert really is kind of putting stuff out there in real time. They're actually, you know, almost saying things before they've fully processed the thought. So introverts are more challenged with seizing their entry points because they may miss them. And it's really, really important. I bet when you prepare for your interviews, right, you're really thinking about those questions. You're really thinking about your entry points, whereas an extrovert might just be able to wing it a little bit more easily and maybe take an advantage of an entry point a little bit more easily. For an introvert, this is really serious stuff that can make a game-changing difference in how you show up and how you really presence yourself as a leader. So this is really critical for introverts. Well, it's really critical. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's a stretch for us. But that's the whole point here is that we have to think about that and prepare for it. Because what's really critical here is that this can happen before or after the meeting, seizing entry points. It has to happen during the meeting, right? Exactly. This in real time, right? So, you know, we've talked about these currencies of leadership, communication, relationships. You can't influence other people if you don't have an entry point, right? If you don't get in the game and you don't put your point of view out there, you don't put your uh, perspective out there, you don't have the ability to influence. And really what we're talking about here is the ability to influence and, and get things done. So you're absolutely right. We have to be able to seize these entry points. And when you seize them, I mean, let's be really fair about this, right? You know, you got to have some courage, right? This isn't something that you can do casually. And quite frankly, when you are taking advantage of a, an entry point, you know, we talked in uh, season one, about veritas, right? Speaking truth to power. So usually when you are expressing yourself in an entry point, you got something powerful to say and you really want to be able to put it out there. So it's emotional. It's something that you have to have courage and you have to be ready for. But if you seize it, right? If you really take that shot, you're sending a very strong signal to your peers, to your colleagues, to the people that you're working with, that you're a leader, that you're willing to cross that knowing doing gap and you're willing to play versus be just merely a passenger. All right, Erica and I will return after this short break. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by the new international best-selling book, Leadership Rigor. 
This groundbreaking book will turn everything you think you know about leadership upside down. Leadership Rigor explores how to achieve breakthrough performance and productivity through leading yourself, leading teams, and leading at the organizational level. Author Erica Piedler outlines for her readers how to become change-ready leaders. Change-ready leaders are capable of embracing challenges with agility and optimism because they have the tools, models, and language to assess, structure, and facilitate solutions. Leadership is a skill that can be learned and practiced. Take the rigor challenge and ask yourself, do you want to lead mindfully and skillfully? Or do you want to subject your teams and organizations to your unstructured thoughts and approaches? The choice is yours. Will you rigor it? You can purchase Leadership Rigor on Amazon or by visiting ericpetler.com. All right, Todd Schnick, back with Eric Beetler. We're talking about seizing entry points. And so, Erica, the top half of the show, we talked about some of the challenges and opportunities that introverts and extroverts have. But are there other things we ought to think about when it talks about some people's ability to capitalize on seizing entry points versus the difficulty others have? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, the the big one is introverts and extroverts. But I'll tell you that, in my experience, the ability to seize an entry point is I think also a function of a couple of other attributes that come easier for some people than others. One is it's really a reflection of your own personal confidence, right? So as we grow in our leadership roles, as we get clearer about our philosophies, our points of view, as we start to clarify maybe some of the vision that we have, that kind of gives us a sense of confidence and we want to move our action agenda forward as we talked about in season one. So our confidence and our desire to be a facilitator of progress, right? As you grow in your leadership practice, as you become more clear about those fundamentals, you're going to be able to seize those entry points more easily, which is why in season two, we're talking about in real time, you know, those other elements were pieces that we covered in season one, but now it's the top spin of seizing it in uh, real time that really makes the difference. Well, and this is something that you can learn, right? This is something that you can develop. I mean, once you start doing it, it almost becomes second nature, right? And, you know, it does. And, I, you know, one, it takes practice. It takes courage, right? You know, and, and you got to select the right entry points. People set up entry points for us, right? So someone may say, hey, does anyone have any questions? Boom. Entry Boom. point, Obvious. right? Yeah. yeah. Or, hey, you know, uh, Todd, I'm, I'm wondering, uh, you know, what your point of view is on that. Boom. Entry point, right? So we want to seize that. We want to be ready for it. We want to be looking for it. You know, one of the things we also want to be able to do is we can use our body language in a meeting to kind of set ourselves up to say, I'm looking to make a move, right? I'm kind of leaning forward. I might actually be putting my hand forward. I can use an entry point to just say, hey, I really agree with what John just said, and I want to take it a step further and add another perspective, right? Entry point, what my colleague said and how I can get in there. So there's a lot of different ways that we can start to think about this. I want people in the audience to really observe in their next couple of meetings, how are people using different styles and approaches in seizing these entry points? Because there's really a lot to learn there. Yeah, no, I hear you. This is all about seizing entry points. But Erica, what happens if you miss? What happens if you miss an entry point? (laughs) Yeah, so sometimes people do, right? And we may even talk about this later in the series when we talk about unproductive behaviors, right? Because we may be all through a conversation and you know, we've moved on to two or three different points and maybe an introvert that was processing very hard in the meeting, you know, kind of gets some uh, aha moment and the conversation's moved on, but they want to kind of take us back two or three steps. So you got to be really careful, right? Is it worthwhile to go back? And is it really going to change the dynamics of the conversation to go back and take that entry point? 
Or do you need to pass on that entry point? And sequencing and timing, right? A lot of leaders do it really, really well. And a lot of leaders will sometimes be a little bit selfish and a little bit self-absorbed in really trying to make their own point and not being as emotionally intelligent or aware of the social dynamics in the room. So look, there's risk associated with seizing entry points. I want to encourage everyone, take more than you think you can, because I think we need the practice up front. But also as you start taking them, start to notice, did I hit the timing right? Did I miss my entry point? I'd like to see people take more than pass more. But I also think it's a skill that you can learn. It's a skill you can refine. And it's one that definitely will get easier and easier as you do it more often. Absolutely. But what happens if you go to the extreme? What happens if you take advantage of too many entry points? What happens? Yeah, you know, it's a great point. So that could be a dominant extrovert. That could be a pace setting leader. That could be someone who is unconsciously disruptive and demonstrating uh, bad behaviors. I'll tell you one watch out, right? You know, so when I think about entry points and I think about difficult environments for new and aspiring leaders to really stretch themselves and take their shots, think about bureaucratic, hierarchical, or patriarchal organizations where there's pecking orders. There's a lot of very seasoned people who spend a lot of time probably hearing themselves talk probably too much, or maybe even in patriarchal organizations where they feel almost an obligation to hold court and be the wise sages. They could be inadvertently limiting entry points for their younger leaders to seize. So big watch out for those of us who may be more experienced or were a part of big organizations you know, let's make sure that we're doing what we can to create that safe space environment and allow some of our younger leaders to really seize these entry points because it's critical to their growth and development. All right. Great stuff, Erica. All right. Well, that's all the time we have for this episode. We'll return next week to discuss how to leverage your personal power. You won't want to miss that. So on behalf of myself, my co-host, Erica Beatler, that's it for this episode, season two of Leadership on the Ground in Real Time. We'll return next week. We'll see you then.